Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Hello, hello. Welcome to Why Not Me, turning trials into triumphs, seeking and embracing success. This is your host, Coach Todd Halls. I'm super excited to be here with you and to share our guest with you. And listeners, I'm just excited to have you here as well. Grateful for you. And and now to introduce you to our guest today, Liz Sporn is with us today. And Liz is hailing today from New Jersey. She is a Profit First advisor. That's how I met her, through Profit First. In addition to that, she is a coach. She's a wife. She's a mom of three incredible kids, as well as a dog mom to two awesome dogs that I think are right there, right here with her in the recording studio. She's an entrepreneur and interesting enough, a band member as well. And I can't wait to unpack some of this. So with that, Liz, what did I leave out? What would you like to share? Welcome to the show and thanks for being here. Well, thank you so much, Todd, for having me. Wow, it it was quite a journey to get here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, listeners, Liz and I have been trying to start this recording for about 22 minutes, and we've had some, <laughs> some technical difficulties. So, but yeah. But uh, you know what I have to say? Both of us were very tenacious, and so we keep going. We just keep trying until it works. I'm so glad it worked. Um, I think you hit, I think you hit most of the highlights. Yeah. Mom, wife, profit first coach, uh, for profit first professionals home base. We'll just make that clear. And then, um, yeah, lots of funny stuff. And I'm in a band. I'm, uh, I, that's a, that's a new scary thing I checked off my list. So. So man, where to begin? Well, I guess, uh, since we, since I led with profit first and you've mentioned it, what is Profit First for everybody that doesn't know? Sure. So Profit First Professionals is the certification and membership arm. Um, it's a, a business that's based on the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. And Mike Michalowicz has written, um, I think, seven or eight business books. And he's the co-founder of this company along with Ron Saharian. And Profit First in its simplest form is... A behaviorally based cash management system designed to help entrepreneurs take back financial control of their business. So the actual tagline on the book says, turn your business from a cash eating monster into a money making machine. And so it's a behaviorally based um, concept where we're, we're helping small business owners and business owners in general to start to tell the money what they want it to do to declare that I am going to have a savings. I am going to pay myself. I am going to anticipate success and allocate money or put money in an account just for taxes because death and taxes, we can depend on them. And then whatever money is left over, I will allow the business to grow with that. 
as opposed to what we've all been led to believe is income minus expenses equals this little teeny profit that you hope will work. So we help financial coaches, accountants, and bookkeepers uh, learn to be able to implement it in their business and then share that as a service, a consultancy advisory service for their clients. So that's what Profit yep. First is. It's putting your putting yourself first, putting your financial oxygen mask on first. Very cool. Very cool. So you mentioned you, you mentioned the phrase or the term behavior based a, a couple of times. Like, can you? Yeah. What, what do you mean? Sure. That's a great question. So I'm not an accountant or a bookkeeper. And thank goodness. I mean, I love numbers. I love financial statements now, but you know, I, I got into the business world and loved people more than numbers. And so, um, but we all have our businesses run on our decisions and our behavior, good or bad. And so what we're helping small business owners to do is to leverage the behavior that they have already in terms of what we do every day to see how much money we have in the business. The vast majority of business owners, whether, you know, small business can be any business that's $50 million in revenue or below that. So the vast majority of all businesses do this. We say, ah, I need something. And then what do most people do? Where do they go? If you have two choices, do you go to your P&L or do you go to your bank statement or your bank account on your phone? Everybody goes to the bank account. Everybody goes to their bank and you look in there and you see this, you look in your bank account, most businesses have one and you say, oh, I have plenty of money. I can go do that thing that I want to do. But that's not the whole picture. You don't know what's outstanding. Most business owners don't have financial clarity. So what we want to do is leverage the behavior that we already have and give more clarity in that we're saying, here's the money that you promised yourself for an emergency or savings account. Here's the money that you promised yourself to pay yourself to support your lifestyle. Here's the money that you promised yourself to pay taxes. And here's the rest of the money that you have to purchase or not the thing that you just said you need, right? So if you have four buckets of money, as opposed to one bucket of money, you'll be able to see and you know declare which buckets are important to you and where you want the money to go. So we're leveraging what most people do already. Got it. Awesome. Awesome. So, so that being said, I'm curious how, you know, behavior based. And I think I'm on my, I've, I've listened to the book two times. I'm listening to, listening to it for the third time. I realized right. today I need to order the, I probably need to order the, the physical book and, and so I can highlight and make notes and, and really put oh, yeah. this into practice. So I know how, I know how I got here. How did you get here? Uh, to, how, how did you end up being uh, with Profit First Professionals doing what you do? Sure. Um, so we'll say I, I didn't grow up in this type of business at all. I, uh, most The reason I got two Profit First Professionals was I did not declare or allocate money properly in my own business. And we got to a point. So in, in 2017, I had... I had just started a business. Uh, I was professional development for educators and it was with two business uh, partners and myself. We had uh, been together in a, in a private education company for about 17 years. We both, we all three got to this place where we said, there's no more upside for us. Let's jump. A friend of ours that we worked with forever passed away at 46, which was devastating. And mm. we said, we have to make a decision. We can't, we, we have to honor Allie 
and do what we want to do because we waited too long. We've gotten too comfortable. It's not what we're supposed to be doing in this universe, or this isn't all we're supposed to be doing. So we started this business. We had an, a, a wonderful angel donor who gave us a nice little pile of money to play with and start a business. And we had a wonderful run. We had a great service. We had a great product. We had clients. And we did what every small business owner does. We believed the fact or the axiom, it takes money to make money. So everything we sold, we poured right back into the business. We never at all thought we should pay ourselves because we also believed that most business owners don't pay themselves until year three. Hmm. What? How is that? How, what? How is that a thing? So we didn't allocate anything for us. We didn't ever put money aside and say we deserve to pay ourselves. And at one point, um, and my partners, one is in Boston, one is in Washington, D.C., and I'm here in New Jersey. And our husbands came to us separately, but around the same time and said, what do y'all, we're really proud of you. When are we going to start seeing some money from this thing? This is now a very expensive hobby. And how are you going to pay yourselves? And we had no clue. We're like, I don't know, right? We've been very scrappy. We kept getting clients. We kept doing what now I realize most people do is we kept trying to sell our way out of the problem. And when you sell more, you have to deliver more, which you believe that you have to spend more to deliver the product. And then you have to get more clients and so spend more on advertising or all these things. So it is definitely this vicious cycle. And we had no idea how to get out. So um, I started to look for a side hustle and I was Googling business coach, coaching, something like that. And I saw the funniest ad, I, funniest job ad I've ever seen. And it said, um, business guide, coach, or Sherpa. And it had this very long, hilarious advertisement or, you know, so job description. And it ended with, if you're interested, and it had, um, we call them Easter eggs, right? These little things that you needed to do, little things to pay attention to. If you're interested, instead of a cover letter, send a video and answer, why would you rock this job? And why are you perfect for this job? And so the pay was terrible, but it was pay. (laughs) I was like, you know what? What have I got to lose? So I made a video and I was super braggy on it, but silly and just like, I'm overqualified, but I'm super interested. This is a, you know, a new phase in my life. I love, I immediately looked at the book, looked at Mike and said, oh my gosh, this is, I think these could be my people, even though I don't really know much about accounting or bookkeeping. Luckily I didn't have to. So um, I sent my cocky little video and they called me an hour later. And I started two weeks later. <laughs> wow. It was funny. They kept going, are you real? And I was like, yeah, sadly, but true. I am a real person. And I'm right down the road. They're, you know, they're Putin uh, is where the home base headquarters are. And it's uh, 10 miles away from me. So it was, uh, you know, the universe as it always does, it all works out for a reason. And uh, this was right before COVID. And so COVID, you know, if we weren't going to be able to pay ourselves, once COVID hit, professional development for educators that were focused on anything other than surviving COVID was gone. So the universe protected me from that. And so I launched right into COVID with this brand new career and a wonderful group of humans. And I get to impact small business owners every stinking day of my life. And I love it. 
So that an- that's how that's how we're here together today, Todd. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. That's awesome and wonderful. Uh, so a couple a couple things. First, the the cycle that you explained because so starting in business in '99, um, our solution to everything was just work harder, right? Just just oh, sell man. more, just work harder, and. And yeah, and the, the the cycle continues, and pretty soon you have to sell more because you sold more, and so. <laughs> yep, uh, and which, you spend yeah, more because you need more people, you need more product, you need more everything. I mean, it is, it's brutal, and it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. So it's funny. So that's how, and, and part of why I ended up being doing business coaching is the same experience. Like, there's a there's a better way to do this, uh, which also is why I ended up you know, talking to you about profit first. The other thing I'm, I'm curious to, um, just to get some feedback on this, your thoughts on this. You mentioned that you were in this career, um, the three of you, and had been there for a long time. And you, you had this idea, but you were comfortable. I just met with somebody yesterday who, uh, with the significant other, would like to start a business but it's pretty good. Like, like, you know, they don't. Yeah. And so um, just your thoughts on that. How do you meet other people who, you know, the, the phrase I've heard lately is we, and I think it's in the uh, Dan Sullivan and, and Benjamin Hardy's new book, 10 X is easier than two X. And they yeah. talk about this, right? We're, we're, we're in the good. And so we never really reach for the great. Yep. Unpack yeah. a little bit from your, your point of view. Sure. Um, so I, I read a lot. We probably, we probably, our bookshelves probably look very similar if we, if we were going to play a little show and tell. And um, it, the word stasis, like homeostasis keeps coming to mind, right? Like our brain and our body fights to stay in balance and stay where we are, and stay safe. And it fights change and it fights new because it's scary. So the, you know, I, I picture like this balance is happening and you're like, okay, I know everybody. I know what I'm doing. I'm comfortable. I'm safe. I can predict what's going to happen. And our body's like, great, good job, right? From our millions of years of evolving into 2023. And so I see this all the time. I actually had a, a I was on a, on a, we have office hours at, at the, at the Profit First Professionals. And um, I had a member was saying, how do I help uh, people who say, oh, I'm just doing okay. And, you know, I think that's, that's to your point of, you know, the, the book, like I'm just doing, I'm doing well enough. I'm doing, everything's okay. And so I keep going back to when you go, when you think about what I wanted to start and what I wanted my business to look like, did you say you wanted to be the most okay coach in the world? (laughs) None of us said that when we finally say we're going to do this, we are shooting for the moon and it is amazing how powerful that fight or flight homeostasis stay safe is. I mean, our brain is wired for it. So we definitely have to fight um, to do it. So I see it all the time. And it, and it really it really took Allie passing away for all of us to say, what are we doing? And then there was one other thing where I had my very first anxiety attack. And I was like, this is terrible terrible. I didn't know that this is what it felt like. You know, you hear people say I'm anxious and I have anxiety. I don't, I don't have it. I just sort of, lucky me, I'll just say that. So I had my first thing. I thought I was having a heart attack. My friend goes, that's an anxiety attack. I was so stressed out and so upset and unhappy and unsettled. And it all hit, it all hit at once. And we all said, that's enough. That's enough of a sign. We're good. 
let's go. Right. But I wish it didn't have to be so dramatic to, to, yeah. to do something. So yeah, well, first I'm, I'm sorry for the loss of your friend. That's thank that's, you so much. That's hard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, it is amazing how we, why is it that we have to wait for the pain to get so significant? <laughs> it is ridiculous. It's like the knock, 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 pound, pound, pound. So you finally go, Oh, you're talking to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, like, ouch. Okay. God, I'm listening yeah. now. <laughs> exactly. Right. Me. I see. Oh, I guess you are. You do mean to do something. Oh, that was for me. Got it. I'm sorry. I was not. I was listening. I didn't want to hear it. How about that? Yeah, that's more like it. Like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, professional career to business owner to professional career, and mom of three. Yeah. Like, how do you? How do you? How does that? How does all that work? Sure. Uh, it works with um, this amazing village that I have curated and found myself in. And I have, you know, I had uh, my parents were entrepreneurs my whole life. So I had a a father who was an attorney by trade, but had his hands in millions of businesses. My mother who started a business uh, for diaper bags and hooded towels and baby products. And this is in, you know, early eighties when most moms didn't work at all. So that was really awesome. And then she became a, a counselor as well. And uh, I always knew I wanted to be a professional. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was a vocal performance major in college and then switched to psychology. So I didn't really have a clear idea of what I wanted to do, but I love, I loved, I always loved the idea of being um, just a business person. I moved to New York after college from the Midwest and I could picture my Mary Tyler Moore moments. And I just love the idea of working. I love making money. I love being of, of service and making an impact. And so it was always, it was never in question that I would do that. But I also knew I always wanted to have children. I wanted to have a family. I wanted to be, you know, have the the white house that looks like the house I drew when I was five, the white rectangle with a black triangle on the top, you know, colonial white house, which is hilarious. Um and then I, so with all of those things that I knew I wanted to, I found a partner who also had grown up with a strong working parents, two strong working parents and appreciated my independence and ridiculousness. And uh, so I have a, an amazing husband who is a really strong partner, an amazing father. We both traveled a lot for a long time. So we would joke that we would high five in the airport, you know, and there'd be like a two hour window. And we hope our flights weren't late because he was coming home and I was taking off and, you know, we have these little babies at home. So, um, but I have, you know, great in-laws, great parents, great friends. And most of my friends in my, um, in my circle are double working parents. And so it's just what we do and we all share. So it's, it really is, you surround yourself with what you want and it just works. And the awesome. kids are, they're mostly normal. So we're really excited about that too. <laughs> That's a nice bonus. It really is. It's <laughs> a nice bonus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the, you just said that you surround yourself with what you want. Yep. There takes some intention, some intentionality in, in even you know thinking that. And, and yeah. so 
So when did you come to the point where you knew or thought of, like, was it a conscious, we need to really figure out what we want so that we can have it? Sure. I I don't think um, off the cuff it was as intentional or or well thought out, but we, um, we both knew we wanted to travel. We both knew we like fancy food and going on trips, right? So we both knew that if we're going to support the, the the hobbies and fun things that we like to do, we're we're going to have to do things differently. Um, but so some of the intentions we did make is, you know, we were my husband. He wasn't. We weren't married yet, but we both were living in New York City, and we wanted to try something before we settled. So we moved to San Francisco, and then we ended up um, getting engaged and getting married while we were out there, and then. We knew we needed to come closer. The east. I never stopped thinking in the Eastern time zone. Um, so I, I was like, clearly I'm not a Californian because I only think in East Coast time. And so we knew we needed to come back, but we didn't want to work in the city. And we wanted to be by close enough to grandparents, but not so they're, you know, right next door in the driveway watching every second. <laughs> um, but, you know, we were intentional about some things. We knew we, we you know, we wanted to, live in a town that had access to the city, but wasn't right next door to the city. And we knew that we knew that we would both be working for the duration of, you know, when our children were young. So we did have those sort of, uh, you know, initial agreements, but I think I knew I wanted to live in a town that had neighbors and had life. And so, you know, when you're looking for a house, there are houses that are beautiful and they're in the woods and I wouldn't have neighbors and I didn't want that. So there were some of those logistical things, but I ended up working actually in the town where I live now and it just felt good. I that there were people on the streets, there were kids riding bikes, there were there was a train station that take it took you know takes you to the city. So it had all these things that looking at it now, it was an accident and a blessing that I that I found mm-hmm. myself here. But it was so I wouldn't say accident and blessing. It was a blessing that I found myself here. But it had the um we'll say like the the storybook version of what I wanted in my head. Like this, yeah, town square, train, close to the New York City. Check, check, check. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So semi-intentional. It was semi-intentional, yes. Not as, you know, if when I when I look back at it, I think a lot of it just was happenstance or blessing, but it definitely um yeah, we knew enough of what we wanted. We knew the outline of what we wanted. So we were intentional yeah. about a lot of things. So are, is, is your house white, a white colonial? Yeah. It's hilarious. Of course. It really is the house that I've drawn because I am not a very good draw- artist. And it really is. It has, It's so funny. It's a rectangle and it has two windows on the top or four windows on the top, four windows on the bottom, a black door. I changed the roof to gray because it's better for the environment and it absorbs less heat. Um, it's on a teeny little hill. It's the exact house I've drawn since I was five years old. <laughs> so funny. That's <laughs> we amazing. At like thir- it's amazing. And we looked at 30 houses. My, my husband was still in graduate school and I was looking at them with his parents. And we looked at 30 houses and this was the 30th house. And I was like, there it is. It was way out of our price point. But the town and the house, I was like, I don't know what else to tell you. This is a house. <laughs> wow. I'm, uh, currently, I've got, I'm working my way through um, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. 
And, yep. and so the fact that you've had this picture in your head literally since you were five, it really, it really isn't right now where I'm at. It's not that surprising that that's where you live. I know. It's so funny. It's just, yeah. So this way, you know, when you hear kids say things, when I listen, when I think back to what my children said, or I have neighbors who have little kids, and I just am like, that's going to happen. Just so you know, they already know that. It's going to happen. They keep saying it. It's, they're going to make that happen. It's cool. It's fun. It's, kids are smarter than we are. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, have, they haven't been cluttered with, like, with all the stuff that we get to take in on a daily basis. Correct. Correct. Uh, uh, curious. So you mentioned college, a vocal performing major and before psychology. Yep. Uh, this band, this band you're in, are you, are you a singer? I am. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I haven't, I, I, I changed my major in college because I was afraid of being rejected as a career, as a, as a hazard of your career. My, uh, I have a lot of family. Um, a cousin is an actress, a, a very, you know, lifetime working actress. Her sister is a wonderful singer has a couple albums out my aunt was an, an actress and she's on you know lives in new york and is was semi-famous in the 80s and so i have a lot of performing uh, you know my dad was a musician and uh we have a lot of performance stuff and creativity and my sister's a fine arts uh, major and so i was like all right i've watched them fail long enough like i listened to those rejections I, i've heard about all those auditions and then i said i don't know if i have the the chops for that. So I chickened out. I chickened out my the beginning of my junior year of college and went to psychology and virtually stopped singing except for the shower, the living room, and my car. And uh, about four or five years ago, I put it on my vision board to sing. And I talk about it and I talked about it to people. And again, I most of my friends are musical and are either in bands and they're like neighborhood dad bands for the most part, but are musical. So again, I've surrounded myself with the people, right? And so last November, uh, we have some very, very good friends who live up the hill. And my friend Yemi says, um, you know, the band I'm in. And I said, yeah, he goes, I told him about you and um, you're in the band. And I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> What? He goes, it's been on your vision board. Get it off your vision board. You're in the band. And I was like, mm, I don't think that's how it works. He goes, yeah, it is. And I did. <laughs> so a year later, here we are doing silly gigs at parties and block parties and fundraisers. And it's fun and scary, which at 48 years old is, you know, I think something I should be doing or we all should do something a little fun and scary, you know? Absolutely. So. <laughs> so I'm thinking Ellie. you should write you should write a book. Um just well from from your from living in the house that you drew when you're a kid to having this thing on your vision board and, and it just happens and I if we were to keep unpacking it's probably I'm getting the sense this is probably a repeatable uh yeah. pattern throughout your life, which is which yeah. is amazing. It's super cool. You you've done so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, and it's funny because it doesn't feel like it, you know, like, I think that's, what's interesting. I don't often, you know, I'm not, I interview more than get interviewed. And so it's, this is sort of fun for me too, to be like, yeah, that's sort of cool. Oh, all right. Great. Cause most of the time I just say check and move 
check and move on, check and move on. And I ask my, my, you know, my, my members and my clients to do this all the time. And it's like, look how far you've come. And we rarely do that for ourselves, right? Like you as a coach, you probably do not look back historically enough to see, oh my goodness, look how Todd has grown. Look at all the things you've done in the last 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And we should, because it's pretty, it's pretty cool. We all have stories like that, I guess is a better way to say it. We absolutely do. And so now I'm going to throw another a plug in for those two authors, Ben Hardy and, and Dan Sullivan, their book, The Gap and the Gain. I don't know if you're familiar, but. I have not read that one. I need to catch up on both and on those two. I have only one, I think, of their books. So I need to get back in it. We always measure ourselves, most of us, by where we want to go. And even if we, if we travel 100 yards, but we on a thousand yard journey, all we see is the 900 in front of us, and it feels like we haven't gone anywhere. Versus, you know what? Stop and look at the at the 100 yards that you've already traversed, and celebrate celebrate that. And it just puts you in a whole different place. Uh, totally to do life. So yep, yeah, yep, super cool. So as we as we start to wrap up, um, if you would leave our listeners with a question. Well, first, before we get here. Um, where can people find you, connect with you? If, if somebody wants to learn more about Profit First Professionals or, or book a book your band for a gig, uh, whatever <laughs> it is, where do they find you, Liz? Sure. So they could find me at on LinkedIn is a great place to find me. And it's uh, Liz Sporn or maybe Liz McCall Sporn. I should probably find out. But I'm on LinkedIn and Sporn is S-Z-P-O-R-N. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm also on Facebook and you can find me on, that is Liz McCall Sporn on Facebook. And then Profit First Professionals, if someone is interested in, in learning more about uh, membership and certification there, it's ProfitFirstProfessionals.com. And it's the button that says become a Profit First Professional and they'll actually have a meeting with me. So you get to talk to me if you want to. Um, but yeah, the band, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will. So um, coming back to Profit First, Profit First Professionals, for anybody listening that uh, wants to stop the madness and start having their business serve them, mm-hmm. check out Profit First, get the book, listen to the book, read the book, call Liz, go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com, I believe. but get plugged into that community and start putting it to work for you. It will change your life. I'm confident. Oh, it's a game changer. It really is. It's a, who knew? Mike knew. Who knew? No. Right. <laughs> right. Mike knew. So, okay. Now back to the, what I was about, where I was yes. leading into yes. as we wrap this up. One, one important question or important or impactful question that you would leave with our listeners. What would you have them thinking about? Hmm. I I mean, I always go to something like, have you done something of service today? And that could be of service to yourself, of service to your family, of service to the garbage collections people of service. Have you done something of service and nothing is too small? Um, So that would be my question. That is a beautiful question. Uh, I think I'm going to. I'm going to write that one. Uh, and that's going to be part of my daily routine now is just to think about that myself. So thank you for that, Liz. And thank you so much for being here. We uh, time, time is precious, so we appreciate the gift of yours. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Todd. It was great. Great to be here. Thank you.
Awesome. Listeners, thank you so much. We wouldn't be here if you weren't here. So thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. Whatever grand vision you've been given, whatever dream God has put on your heart, remember, you can. Until next time, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful, and live life strong. Peace to you. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.